Chudzik. And I'm Hope Miller. And we come to you with the Classy Chicks Podcast. We're two girls in the Chicagoland area. Well, I'm moving to Florida. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> each money we release an aspect of some topic related to femininity, the pro-life movement, or just, you know, girl stuff. And also, you know, our advice on relevant and irrelevant stuff. Totally. Uh, uh, our favorite coffee drinks. And how hectic our lives are. <laughs> Join us and leave feedback on what topics you want to hear about. And follow us on Instagram at, at @classychickspod. All right. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Classy Chicks podcast. Very happy you guys are here. Same. Um, We're both very happy. Oh, I can drink coffee again, and that's exciting for me. Why couldn't Uh, you drink coffee? I don't know. It just tasted really bad for a while. Oh, that's been going on for a while, right? So I've had this, like, weird, like, taste thing since March of 2021, but it changes what tastes bad. Um, I still can eat goldfish. That's probably the only thing keeping me not fat right now. Oh my gosh. I'm eating goldfish right now. A huge container. I'm so jealous. I flipping loved goldfish and now I cannot have them. Um, yeah. Anyways, so that's the so strange. coffee tasted terrible. And now it's fine. Now it tastes fine. Mm-hmm. Which makes me really happy because oh, strange. I love coffee. Um, love. Yeah. My mind yeah. doesn't make really sense. Um, but yeah, so what's your uh classy moments, I guess, of this week? How about you go first? Okay. I did I so uh, what was it? Tuesday was my mom's birthday, and so we went up to Kenosha. Um mm-hmm. and on the way up, since it was like a really long drive, I um I wrote them because that's I was like, well, I might as well. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, so I guess I have a several. No, you can't do that. It doesn't work like that. Ah, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Pick like, one. Um. Okay, so oh gosh, I don't know which one to do because both are really personal. Oh my goodness! Just <laughs> should I go with my trash? Oh no, my trashy moment won't make sense. Okay, I'll do this one then. So I got on the phone with my best friend the other night, and we just I was it started off kind of more like an argument. Like we were, we were both kind of just like irritated with each other. Um, and that's where it started off, but then it ended up spiraling into this like really deep, like deep conversation about like, just like everything, like you name it, we probably talked about it. And it was so good to like have somebody in your life that you can be that real with. And just like that, like, I guess deep with like and you're mm-hmm. not scared for them to know you because you, they you trust them um and and so we just went and like, like talked about like everything and then we were talking about our different relationships with Christ and like when you see like for example if you see a couple dating you're like you you can only make judgment based on like what you see like you really right know what's happening you really only know that yeah outside service stuff the things that they're posting on social media um and so you can only judge a relationship so much. Like you might see somebody with somebody be like, why the heck are they together? And then mm-hmm. but you don't see what they're seeing behind closed doors. Um, and so in a holy way. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, no one would have thought of that. If you Anyway, I'll continue. But it's, it's the same thing with Christ. Like people can only know so much. Like you can be like, yeah, I go to church every Sunday, but they don't know the sins you're committing behind closed doors. Um, and just all of that. And so, and, and people only know so much about your relationship with Christ. 
And so he was sharing something with me, like this intimate moment that he had with Christ. And, um, and, and normally he was like, normally I wouldn't share it just because, you know, I don't know. And I was like, well, why are you telling me this? Like, are you telling me it? Cause you feel guilty that you haven't told me it or, or why did you wait to tell me? Like, did you not want me there? Did I miss it? Like, did I not notice that you were, you know, needed, you know, me to be there for you or like mm-hmm. why he's like, no, I didn't tell you because I was having a private moment with Christ. And so then I brought up that example of, you know, your relationship is going to be yours and I'm not going to know everything about that. And that is how it's supposed to be. And he was just really appreciative of the fact that I was able to allow him that, uh, I guess, privacy and moment with Christ. But then also like, if he wanted to tell me, he felt like he could. And I just felt like I did a really good job because normally I really push and push because I want to know everything and be in control but I'm trying to not be in control of everything. That's Uh, a good classy moment. That's a really good, that's a deep classy moment. It was, it was such a good conversation, but then that leads right into my trashy moment, which is staying up way Uh too late. (laughs) It was so late. We were both like, dude, we got work in the morning. Were you guys on the phone or in person? Yeah, it was on the phone. Got you. Got you. Well, that is a good, deep, classy moment. My classy moment is not deep. Um, my classy moment is that I was on a boat this weekend for like okay. eight hours, not eight hours of exaggerating, maybe like five hours. Um, but it was just, first of all, whenever you're on a boat, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Um, Boats are the best. feel very classy. I love it. Second of all. Wind through your hair. My favorite thing, and this is not necessarily classy, but we went, so I love swimming. A lot of my friends don't, like a lot of them can't swim or they don't like swimming. Um, like actually swimming, like being on the beach is great, but like actually swimming. And, um, but so, so we went in this boat to literally the middle of the ocean and I jumped off and I was just like swimming in the middle of the ocean. And it just feels, um, it, you, I personally, I felt very close to God and God's creation just because I was just like in the midst of it. And you just like, you realize how small you are in the grand scheme of things when you're in the middle of this ginormous ocean. It's kind of a crazy feeling. Wow. I'm kidding. That sounds. It's just a very, like, I don't know. I just thought of this. I don't know what this, I don't know what like grounding moments mean necessarily like a grounding moment, but that's, without knowing the definition of what the heck that means, that's what that felt like to me. It's just like realizing like you really are very small in that, in regards to everything, but yet you still are individually precious in God's eyes. Right. Isn't that just the weirdest things? Like yeah. Lost in the midst of everything. Like it's like, I could have been eaten up by a shark in a second. It would have been gone, but I, you know, not really gone because I exist for eternity because we all exist for eternity. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, when we were younger, we went up to Devil's Lake with my cousins and yes. stuff. Yes, love, love Devil's Lake. Lake. Uh, the best. Um, anyway, so we went up to Devil's Lake and we we were all there. I think my little sister, Gracie was like two. So anyways, we went over from the beach area. We walked over to the rocks to like climb on the rocks and like kind of go hiking and stuff. Um, for those of you who don't know, Devil's Lake is like a, it's not, I don't think it's national, but it's like a national park. It's got like a lake and a bunch of like, you know, Mm -hmm. rock climbing and things like that, that you can, you know, it's all very natural. And yeah, actually I had mass on top of Devil's Lake, like one of the, it was same. Oh yeah. Are you talking about the same 
Yeah, I want to say thank. I forgot yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've known you for so long now. Wow. <laughs> um, that was really cool. So, anyways, uh, we were there, and there were a ton of kids there between my cousins and us, and everything like that. And we look around, and we realize Gracie's missing. Well, it turns out she had just been left behind in like, area or whatever, and oh. you know, we had found the security people and stuff like that. But it's still really scary. But well, yeah it's so easy to get lost in the midst of things when you have like a ton of kids there. And like, we brought mm-hmm. a couple of friends too. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's so easy to get lost, but then, you know, and my parents obviously love us deeply and they felt just terrible, but like, and those things happen and thank goodness she was safe, but like, you don't get lost in, in the midst of all the chaos in the world, right, still, right. you know, completely there for you. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking nice and tan, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. I actually, um, funny thing. So I haven't been like doing my hair like I used to in Chicago because it's just been like beachy or whatever, but I curled it because I was taking pictures today. Um, so I kind of feel like I haven't had it curled since I was in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. I need to start doing heatless stuff to my hair because I will burn my hair off and I don't want to do that. Do you use heat protectant? So I had it, but then somebody lost it. So I don't know. Wow, well, that's a problem. Oh my um, goodness. Did you do your trashy moment? No. Yeah, I said I was staying up way too late on the phone. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. What's your trashy moment? My trashy moment is my feet are like broken right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, they're not broken, but they are so blistered up from all my different sandals. Cause I've been wearing like three different kinds of sandals and they're not the same. And like, they're just, they're just all blistered and it's gross. That's and I feel really trashy. And then yesterday evening, um, I was watching the sunset on the beach and I got sand in the blisters. Oh. Basically, my feet are dead. Terrible. I don't know how you swim in the ocean, though, because when I went to go visit Erin Angelica in South Carolina, you can't put your head under because you come up and your eyes are just stinging from the salt. You, yeah, I mean, you just learn, and I don't know, the salt doesn't affect my eyes that much. Um, Also, I don't like going all the way underwater that much. Oh, I do. Yeah. I don't do it a ton, but I definitely like, you know, dunking and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting my hair wet. Yeah, no, it's been, I, I love that. Yeah. Um, I feel like, oh yeah. Okay. So anyways, all right, let's, uh, let's get, I, I have like a million things I want to talk about, but I need to remember, like, we need to do the topic. Um, yeah. Let's dive into the topic and then we can talk about some more like at the end or whatever. Yeah. Cause um, I, I guess this topic can have a lot of the things that I want to talk about in it as well. So it'll all pan out. So what's the topic hope? influencers and our take on influencers Influencers. so first of all if you're james charles you're not a good influencer (laughs) done (laughs) so but if you're a different story okay so i think it's interesting because hope and i talked one of our first podcast episodes was um on let's see what the title of it was because it was kind of it was on like females to look up to right so it was yeah something kind like, of had something to do with this female, oh, it's 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 female influencers it's episode three female influencers okay so yeah. but we're gonna kind of so we we named some i think some specific people right and like talked about uh but these were all like christian catholic influencers right that kind of stuff so we're gonna kind of dive into like a little bit more of what does it mean to be an influencer um 
is it healthy? Um, why do people do that? And what, what, uh, you know, kind of a Christian Catholic take on it, like pride, where does pride come in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had a really hard time convincing my mom to let me get social media. Uh, it was two months before I turned 16 and finally, um, she said yes. And I was allowed to have a personal account and she had to like monitor it and everything like that, which she never actually did. She just said she would, and she never actually did. Um, and I was not to post pictures of just myself. And that was the extent of it. So like literally my first post, it's actually so embarrassing because I've deleted it since, but it's like, it was like a picture of me and my cousin. And then on like, at like a college campus near her house and so it was like it, 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 I don't know. why is that cringy and then and then it was a picture of the two of us but like we were both smiling so hard we didn't have like a, a neck or a chin it was just all one and then you slide one more time and it's this beautiful statue of mary holding these two babies it's the, the shrine of the lady of guadalupe and mm-hmm. it's the statue for the unborn or something like that which i thought was cool and then it was a picture of like a, a, a picture of a prayer card um because I kind of proved to my mom like I'm holy I promise um not like it's bad or anything but there you know I was just trying to prove like I'm going to use social media for something good now it's not as cringy anymore but I I've always wanted to use social media for something good um where I could show the kind of creative person I am um and the Mm -hmm. loving compassionate person I am um but I I feel like my views on social media have been really changing lately. I really do struggle with it. Um, yeah. On all of my posts, I make it so that my followers can't see how many likes I'm getting. Mm-hmm. The only way they could do it is if they individually count each person that's liked it or whatever. Other than that, nobody can see how many likes I'm getting because I don't want anyone judging me. Like, oh, So explain a little bit more what you mean by that. By which part? Um, why do you hide the amount of likes you get? I, I don't think like the, okay. I started, um, my pro-life Instagram page, um, because I just, I just wanted an easy way to get information out because I had (laughs) done so much research and I just, I wanted this research more accessible for people. And I realized that I could do that through social media. So on my page, if you go to it, you will see a ton of slides that have information and debunking arguments and explaining procedures and just like everything to do with the abortion industry. Um, I'm slowly chipping away at it. I mean, you can't do it in 167 posts, but slowly but surely I'm, I'm giving bits of information at a time. Um, and then, so I not everyone's going to like those posts. Not everyone's going to like the ones that you have to, you know, slide or whatever. And um, you tend to get more likes on pictures of just yourself. Um, And I, that's, that wasn't the point. It was like, at first I was like, well, if I post more pictures of myself, like people are going to like, like the post more, but they're not reading the caption. They're just liking the picture of you. If I post the, the slides of that or whatever, I know that 167 people have read the slide. And that's all I care about. But then slowly it started, I started realizing that like, it doesn't matter how many people are reading that slide, just as long as somebody sees it and it helps somebody. There's nothing more rewarding than like going to my page and just like flipping through stories and realizing that somebody's reposting my post about something completely random. Um, yeah. And I try not to 
the, what I'm doing is so important that I'm just getting information accessible. And I don't want to get discouraged by the fact that I don't have a trillion followers. Mm, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So it's more, it's more a personal thing. The reason why you're having the amount of likes. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I want to go back to one of your points on that. The people who aren't you're posing infographics, right? People aren't, um, or sorry, my brain's all messed up today. (laughs) It's been a long day of talking. Um, people will always read those. Whereas when you post a picture yourself, the people might not read the caption. Yeah. So if you have 300 likes on a picture of just yourself, there's a good chance that not everybody read that. Not everybody read that long caption. I know personally, I don't read many captions. It's, yes. it's gotta be that first sentence has to be really, really good in order for me to read the caption. Right. Um, and I know that all of my friends do the same thing. And so I, just knowing those people, I'm like, okay, what's the best way I could get that information out? Um, and using as few words as possible and just like really just trying to get to the point. Um, and so when I want to get information out, it's not, I, I know, okay, hold on, let me try. I know that the chances of somebody reading a slide are more likely than somebody reading a, um, a paragraph and like a caption. So if I, if I want more people to read it, I can't post a, a picture of just myself. But let me ask you this. Do you know if the algorithm favors your slides or your pictures more? I don't know what it- The Instagram algorithm tends to favor pictures of people more. And, you know, so it comes up for more people, which is why I think I have the exact opposite view. I like making infographics a lot more. But I know people are going to stop and look and hopefully read the caption, especially if I have a catchy first sentence of a picture of me or a picture of me and people. So that's why I do it the opposite way. Well, I think that if you're going to be posting pictures, it needs to be it can't it can't be the same. I I definitely see what you're saying now. Mm -hmm. Um, Um. I think both are really interesting. Oh yeah. I think both are great. I think it's good Uh, to have a mix, but I think that that it can become like, for me, I know I struggle with like, okay, when I was younger and I guess still the amount of compliments I would get on my looks and my personality and this, that, and the other were just, it was a ton. Like, I'm not trying to sound vain right now. Like I'm saying (laughs) it was a ton and it really started getting to my head and people would always be like, oh my gosh, like you're actually stunning and like da da da. And I was like, oh wow, I'm really feeling myself. Cause truly I <laughs> didn't think that I was that pretty when I was younger. Um, and now it's much, much better. But I I feel like a lot of girls go through a phase where they're like, oh yikes, like there are like my cousins and Rachel and Josie, they're all so much prettier than I am. And you'll go through those phases and like you genuinely believe it. Um and so when people would tell me like, oh my gosh, you look so pretty, it, start, it would really get to my head. And so I would become extremely prideful. And I'm terrified of, of getting to the habit of posting a ton of pictures of myself. And finally, I'm at a point where I'm conquering my pride. And for me just to slip back into that, I think would really destroy me. So on mm. the Classy Chicks pod, on our Instagram page, I almost never post a picture of just me. It's normally me and you or something else mm. because I, I can't do that to myself because I'm just coming out of it. Right, right. No, and I think this is something we talked about a, 
little bit in the last podcast episode too, or not just the last one, but the third one that we ever did, um, about why, you know, why for Christian girls, for Christian Catholic girls, um, why do we post pictures of ourselves, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just different for so many people. I think for me, one of my main things that I talk about all the time is when I was, you know, 13, 14, 15, I wanted, um, I didn't really, I mean, I had, I used, I actually used my mom's social media before I had social media. So I like follow random people and like, look at them. Right. Right. And I wasn't the people that I was following. The people that I were looking at weren't necessarily really good role models. Right. But I wasn't going to, um, I wasn't going to follow, you know, like a quotes page, like something that didn't have a person behind it, you know, just something like that. I wouldn't follow something like that. So I followed a lot of people who weren't really good role models. Um, I don't know how much damage it did to me or whatever, but looking back, it would have been amazing if I had, if there had been an account of, um, you know, a young Christian girl growing up, becoming an adult, you know, talking about her values, talking about all kinds of things openly, that would have been wonderful for me to see. And I would have loved to see that. Yeah. So for me, honestly, I don't really get that many compliments. That might be a lie. Um, I don't, okay. I don't, it doesn't really phase me to be honest with you. Like, I don't really care that much if I'm pretty. I don't read my comments. That's what I try. Um, my comments are normally negative to be honest. They're normally from guys who I've rejected who are mad at me. (laughs) Um, but not help with my pride was, I, I think I had like 13 guys tell me they liked me. Um, and I was like, Oh my gosh, it totally messed Let's up. get back to the point though. There's different, <laughs> there's different, um, each person is going to be different with this kind of thing. Some people, I know, I know a lot of people, not a lot. I know a few girls, um, who, a few of my friends who will post a lot when they're really insecure. They'll post a lot of pictures of their face. That's what everyone of- views it as. What? That's what everyone views it as. So when a girl is posting a ton of pictures of just herself most of the, most of the time people view it as somebody who's insecure. No, I, I don't think so. I think that there's a lot of big influencers who do post a lot of pictures of themselves and people don't think that they're insecure, you know? Um, I think that there are some people who do that, but I think that there are also some people who really couldn't care less. You know what I mean? Who really, what is, what would be the point of posting so many pictures of just yourself? Like, how is that? Well, beneficial? I mean, not that they have to be just yourself, but I think that the point of this in general is to show, um, women, you know, around the world that we can, as Christian women, we can live a wonderful, beautiful life. Um, not just pictures of your face, obviously, but like pictures of you doing things, whatever we can live this great lifestyle and be completely Catholic and totally follow the church's teaching. And I think that seeing that for me, I have a lot of women now who I look up to who do post pictures of themselves every single day, you know? Um, but I, obviously I don't look up to them for that reason, but I think vain at all though. Like I, I said, you don't think that could be vain at all though. Like, I think, Oh, I think it first, a lot of people, it totally can be. If you're, um, if you're looking at likes, if you're looking at uh say oh, whatever I hide my likes. I just I don't yeah. want I enjoy what I share and I don't want to get discouraged. Like for example, one of my favorite posts ever, um, and I did take it down. Um, and I might redo it. My um 
my aunt told me about this saying is called petite joie and it's just little joy. So it's the exact mm-hmm. opposite of a pet peeve. Um, and I went on the walking pilgrimage and the girls were just really, really struggling. Two girls went home on the second night and father Nathan was just totally distraught by it. And, um, and so we sat on the campfire and I had everyone go around and say, uh, petite joie and it totally lifted everyone's spirits. And so anytime somebody was having a hard time on the 75 mile walking pilgrimage or something like that. I was always just like, what's your petite joie? Like what right now is giving you a little bit of joy? Cause a little joy is so good for you. And then yeah. it got me thinking on this 75 mile walk about all the little babies who will never get to experience even just the little things in life. Like you you always get told like, mm-hmm. they'll never be able to go to college or go to prom and da, da, da. I'm like, but they'll never know what it's like to take a sip of coffee and for it to just be so good. And they'll never know what it feels like to find a really cute dress for $15 on the Clarence section. And, and the little guys will never be able to swing a bat and get that crisp ball hitting the bat. And it just, it broke my heart. And it was something I wanted to share on social media. Um, And it got like 67 likes. And so I took it down and I wish that I hadn't because it was, and so that really showed, like, I don't know. Um, For me, I think, you know, and I say this quote all the time, right? Whoever saves one life saves the world entire. And I think the same thing about social media. If even one person sees it and, you know, gets something from that post, then it was worth it. Yeah. Not everyone's going to like your post. Not, that, that shouldn't, for, for women and for obviously people in general who are trying to, you know, change the world through their social media, um, not through, but, you know, that that's a tool. Just, um, just a tool. It really, you know, you're going to, there's going to be people who see it and don't like it. There's going to be people who go back to that post. There's going to be, you're going to change, you're going to um, be a light to someone. And I think that it's not, you know, you don't have to change the minds or change the hearts of a thousand people. If you just change one, or if you just brighten some one person's day, that's all that matters. Right. Like yesterday I made a post, I was fired up about the parental notification. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, I also wish there was a way you could hide followers because mine fluctuate anyways. So, um, I made the post and it was a good post. And then I did more research and I found out more stuff. And I also wanted to share that. So I did a mm-hmm. post, like, I think it was like less, it was like, it was like less than like an hour apart and they were two mm-hmm. completely different posts. And I'm like, and I know when you do that, the algorithm doesn't like it too much. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it'll be like, and it, you know, the first post will get like a decent amount of likes and the next one will get like under a hundred, but I wanted to get the information out, but I hid those likes. So that way I don't, I don't look back on it and delete it. Yeah. And, but I think the, the moral of the story here is hope is why are you doing this? Why am I doing, why are you sharing these things on social media? Just- and like, why does it bother you so much when you don't get that many likes? I think it's because like, you know, what you share is controversial. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, what you share is controversial. Um, I think that the whole likes thing is just an element of pride and jealousy because if you have, I also have the likes turned off so that way I can't see other people's likes. So I have no idea how many likes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I mean, so I, I think it's because um, the likes can discourage you. It, I mean, like I said, if you get like, I mean, even Angelica was telling me that her cousin posted this cute picture of her and her, well, it's now her husband, but it was like her boyfriend or something. And she got mm-hmm. 50 likes on it. 
And so she mm. took it down. And it's like the likes, I don't know, they do something in our brain where we right. think well, it's not good enough. Society doesn't like it. It shouldn't be out. Yeah. In um, and so, but if you can't see those likes, like that's the nice thing about Visco is like, you can't see likes or anything. You're just like, I feel up and love this picture. So I'm going to post mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's just fun. Instagram should just be fun. It doesn't need to be another place where we have to be comparing ourselves, comparing how many people like us, comparing how many like, oh, people like, you know, so-and-so's content more than so-and-so's content. I guess I shouldn't do mine anymore. Well, it's like, well, no, that's not true because you should. But I think I, and I think a lot of our insecurities really show themselves on social media, you know? Um, and I think that it's just, I mean, obviously the other thing that I wanted to say about this is because I mean, one reason we're talking about this is because it's just so relevant. You know, I know a ton of people like who are trying to start off social media is whatever, getting discouraged by other stuff. We need to support each other. Christian Catholic women need to support each other on social media. We, there is so much tearing down of people, so much criticism of what people post, you know, these people are trying to, trying to be a light in our world and we need to support that. Yeah. Um, and so just, you know, I'd encourage any, any girls who are listening, you know, don't be jealous because we, you know, there's something about every person's life that we can be jealous about. Um, and there are a lot of people, I'll just share this, who were really jealous when I moved to Florida and they told me that to my face. And I was like, I was kind of asking them, I was like, well, what, like, what exactly are you jealous of? Are you jealous of the fact that I moved to Florida? Are you, like, what, what exactly is it? And they kind of didn't, couldn't really pinpoint exactly what it was. Cause when they were like, you know, I was like, cause if it's because I'm moving, like, like, can you move? Do you want to move? Like, what would it take for you to, you know what I mean? And so I think that instead of jealousy, we need to be supporting each other and actually taking action steps to make things happen in our lives, you know? Um, because you can see all this stuff on social media and be like, oh, I wish that was me. I wish that was me. But you're always just going to be continuing to wish until you actually do something about it. Well, because the other thing is like, everyone wants something so so different um and i'm gonna explain that in a second um everyone wants or needs something different and for just some i'm gonna give you a good example so i like a guy right now and again i can't date until i'm 18 but i still like him um and obviously i talk about this um you know friendship thing relationship with other people um not excessively or anything but like it's a conversation we have and then they share their experiences with me and and a lot of times especially if somebody's been broken up with recently or have broken up with somebody else recently they have a more negative connotation like I was talking to a girl this morning or maybe it was last night and I you know uh was just sharing something and she was like I was once in your position too and I liked a guy in high school and it really didn't work out I'm like that's really not fun to hear. Like, that's not what I'm asking to hear. Right. Um, right. <laughs> so, and then also, um, uh, I know a girl who, who broke up with her fiance, obviously she did the right thing for herself and, and it was, you know, very smart, um, still hard of course, but again, very smart. And, um, but that doesn't have to be me, you know, and mm-hmm. so, telling me all these things, like all these great qualities in him and all these bad qualities in him. And the guy I like 
should be the same. And then, you know, my sister-in-laws will have their input on what a guy should be. And my brothers will have an input on what, you know, the guy I'm supposed to date, marry, whatever should be. Um, and I've always been told what I need and what I want in a guy um, until more recently, I was like, this guy's my best friend. And, mm-hmm. and there, there's so many more things that happen that again, people don't see. Um, and for, and I was finding myself like, not unhappy with him, but just unhappy. And it was because I was trying to make him fit the narrative of everyone else. And right. if November comes and he doesn't fit all these narratives, like, I'm not going to date him. Like, I'm not going to take that step. And it's like, he does not need to fit what everyone else wants or wants for me. Like he needs mm-hmm. to fit. I am the only person who knows exactly what I need and want. Like my parents know a ton. My brothers and sisters know a lot too. Not as much as my parents, but you know, but only I know truly what's going to make me happy. And it trying- is true. Yeah. I mean, you also need to bring in God and you need to pray oh, about yes. it. <laughs> but yes, generally. Yeah. But like, generally speaking, like all of these people, he does not need to be every single person's perfect guy. Oh, of course. He, he only needs to be your perfect yes. guy. Yes. And so, you know, one girl's saying, oh, he needs to do this and he needs to be like this. And I'm like, well, he's not like that, but I, it does not bother me. Right, like, right. So anyways, I had to get over that. And that goes the same for when I came to this realization, I realized that that is the exact same in every other aspect of my life. Now, I know that everyone I know who loves me wants what's best for me. But the issue is, is that not everyone knows what's best for me. Um, and while everyone means well, I, I, at the end of the day, am the only one with prayer, obviously, who can make those decisions. So a lot of people think I should go to college, but I know that that's not where I'm called to be. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, th- there's other areas. Um, people were astonished when they found out that I'd be quitting my nannying jobs and be doing this pro-life stuff. And again, they were like, are you sure that's where you need to be? And like, I had to stop trying to fit everyone else's narrative for me and just do what God was calling me to do. Yeah, no, and I think, I think, yeah, and I, I agree with what you're saying, Hope, but I think that taking it back to, you know, social media, if we try to, uh, if we try to be these people who we aren't, Yes, that's, that's when it becomes very, I don't want to use the word toxic because it's used all the time, but you know, it like becomes, it becomes very unhealthy mm-hmm. and it becomes not, not something of God, you know, and it can become all consuming and, um, it can become the source of your happiness and the source of your despair. So I think that yes. it's important for, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seriously struggled with this so I think that it's kind of hard for me to say I've never what's good though because we are we we you and I both experienced social media so differently differently so differently Uh, but they're both so good because Uh, for me you know and I think maybe this comes and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you get that too. You know, when you're, when you're working in the pro-life movement, you get a lot of backlash and you just always do from everyone, everyone you tell about it, you know, but that, all that backlash, all that, that so much more, honestly, I would say a lot of the times in a day, right. There's so much more backlash than there is uplifting comments like hey you're doing an amazing thing but with all that backlash if you even save one life if you even help save one life it makes it all worth it right like um 
you know, I've probably talked to, I don't even know how many women in the past two, three years who are considering abortion, hundreds, hundreds. And I keep in, I only keep in contact with four of these women who have chosen life. Right. But that's just incredible because yeah. I'll know their kids. They're one um, the oldest kid is he's a year and a half. I'll know their kids my entire life, hopefully, you know, yeah. and that difference. And so th- that's kind of the same way that I view social media, right. You know, if you can even make the difference for one person and I'm, I know you get messages too. Sometimes help, you know, sometimes I'll get these really long messages from, um, from like, young girls like you know yeah. 12 13 14 and I think that's more our audience too right and that's 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 what it is and that's and why it's just what like, the world needs yes um, and that's why it's just it really is worth it to me because like I, I I always expect like high schoolers to be interested in my page like that's what I expected going into this but like right those are my peers they can't really like look up to me you know what I mean so like it is really cool that I'm an example for all of these young girls actually I was told recently there's a girl who I don't actually know how we met her um because I don't think she goes to maybe she goes to our church she's involved with with our church in some way but anyways she told me she goes to this public school and her she and her younger sister mid, they're still in middle school I think one just graduated eighth grade mm-hmm. um, they're still in middle school and they we're like, you know what? Screw this. Like, we don't like this narrative. We're supposed to be fitting. We are pro-life. We are Catholic. And we are very proud of that. And so actually they listened to my podcast that I did previous to this one. Um, and they did a report in their class on it. And like these young girls giving a report to, you know, their, um, to their peers about abortion, right. podcasting and all right. this kind of stuff. And it was so cool. Cause like, I, I had no idea. I was just like, so, you know, taken aback like sometimes mm-hmm. you don't think that people listen or care and then I go to check you know our status and I realize on anchor like we're not doing terrible um right. and so to be that light for those young girls is just the coolest thing because mm-hmm. I have those yeah. people that I look up to you know yeah. no no exactly and that's that's kind of the point that I was trying to make you know it's like there's always in everything you do when it's, when it's of God, when it's a good thing there, you're going to get backlash and it's kind of how you handle that backlash. And, um, if you let it affect you, obviously it's going to affect us all differently. Uh, right. Some, some things that people have said about me years ago will stay with me to this day, yeah. but not as much, I think, as if I, wasn't and this goes back to what we said we've talked about this before you know you need to have a good interior life if you're going to have a good exterior life you can't have a fake exterior life and not have a good interior life yeah so yeah I and I totally agree with that you know you, especially for the work that we're in it is so important that we surround ourselves also with good and holy people like yes I mean the amount of times like well, actually this podcast is also so healthy because we can, I feel like we can like get out all of these thoughts once a week. And it's just, it's really good. Cause I feel like it builds up over the week of just right. what we see on social media and the sadness that we see in the world. And it's like, it's so good that there's an outlet now. Um, but then also surrounding myself, like with, you know, my friends that I have and stuff like that, we can always have deep conversations. We are always building each other up. And like my family is so good. Mm-hmm. And 
it is so important to surround yourself by good and holy people when you're doing stuff like this, because mm-hmm. it can get really discouraging. Yes. Yes. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like we pretty much covered the bases there. I think it's just important to touch on this subject once in a while because it's very relevant, especially yeah. for our audience. Because yeah, young girls are just getting on social media and stuff. And yeah. And figuring out how they're going to use it, you know, because there's so many. And not every single girl needs to be posting Catholic stuff all the time. You you could just post pictures of your friends and just follow people. Like it does not need to be, not everybody needs to try and influence another's mind. Yes. Um, Definitely a calling. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely more of a calling. Um, But yeah, it's, it's just, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, is there, oh, the other thing um, in regards to social media is clothing that you present yourself in on social media. What's your take on that? Yeah. So I think that's a very tricky one that I've kind of struggled with. I'm struggling right? because, so much right now. <laughs> because so like, okay, there's this one influencer. I'm not going to name her name, right? I love her aesthetic. I think we've talked about her before. She's from the Chicagoland area. I love her aesthetic. She's not a super huge one, but um, I love, I love her captions. Love what she says. Can you text it to me so I know who you're talking about? Thank you. One second, guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, who are, I'm like racking my brain. Um, but okay. Right. So I love what she says and I always want to repost. Do you know who I'm talking about? Look her up. You'll know. I think you'll know. I think I've showed you her account. You probably have. Um, and I always want to repost, right? But it's oh, you did show me this yeah. girl. It's a little bit like, does this post really go with your caption? You know, if you're talking about um ending sex trafficking, right? The stuff that you're wearing, mm. and you know, it's hard because it's like. Like I say, I really try very hard not She's to be judgmental. Yes. I ve- hope listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I try very hard not to be judgmental. I think we should really only build girls up on social media. Like in the comments, do not. I would never post something in the comments like you shouldn't be wearing that. Like that's completely inappropriate. But like we've said before, modesty is important you know? So it's just where that line is. Um, that line is very, very, very hard and very, very relative. Very, very hard. Especially Uh, as these summer months approach. (laughs) So like it's, I'm okay. So I totally see what you're saying about that, that girl, because her captions, um, you know, I was noticing she, she was saying something about the turning point USA event tomorrow. I love, she is a brilliant writer. Yeah. And she was like, how, you know, so anyways, just, good stuff, you know, that she's involved with good stuff and like, obviously like pro-life and everything. I don't know what religion she is or if she's anything, but the captions, like if you went to her page, you wouldn't think she's conservative. Um, let's just say that. Like when I open it yes. up, this doesn't look like our style. Um, so yeah, I totally get what you mean. And actually there was another big person uh who you know works closely with turning point usa who i refuse to follow because she'll post all these great captions and everything but she'll wear just the worst clothing and i'm i think that it's terrible um i'll tell you a little bit more about that off the pod because it's actually kind of funny um 
So, you know, you, you have to be careful about that. Now, I wouldn't, I mean, I posted a picture a couple of days ago from South Carolina and um, I, there were a bunch of pictures with like me and my nieces and sister-in-laws and, you know, whatever. Um, and my friends that I saw down there. Um, and then I posted a picture of me holding Charlie and then Angelica was in the picture and Celine was in the picture and I was wearing like a high-waisted bathing suit with like a, I guess it was more of like a bikini top. Um, and I, I felt comfortable posting mm-hmm. that because I was with my nieces and like, it wasn't a look at me. Like you could honestly see a roll in my stomach if you look close enough. Um, <laughs> so it's not like sexy or anything like that. It was just a cute picture with my nieces and sister. Um, so I was okay posting that, but I would never post one of those pictures where you're like, ah, look at me, look at me so hot in this bikini. Cause that's just freaking weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh man, this is a whole nother discussion because yeah, I mean, if you, if you, sorry, um, if you look at your, my social media account, you will not see any bikini photos. Um, what you will see is (laughs) pictures of me in the ocean with my top half, right? You know, it's like, I don't, I don't like saying things are relative, but I think this is very relative and it's, you know, why are you posting it? You know, are you posting it to get attention? There is no reason for a female to post a bikini picture unless you want people to look and be like, oh, wow, she's hot. Right, right. Um, right. But am I fully against bikinis still? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we um, don't know everything. <laughs> um, no, because like, I don't see any pictures of you, you in the ocean. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe I was going to, maybe I didn't. I think on your TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, oh, I mean, there's, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but anyways, so, like, it's, like, um, it's slippery slope. No, I like high-waisted just because it feels, it's more comfortable. Yes, I agree. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a very slippery slope. And so, like, a bathing, I was at my friend's this morning, and the bathing suit I wore, I don't know, because the bathing suit I've been comfortable wearing, like, obviously I got a bit of a tan in it. And so I put this bathing suit on this morning and the tan line is the same way, but this one is somehow much more booby. And I don't know how that works because the same amount is showing. I just, I I don't know. So anyways, it is very hard because it's like, it's the same amount of boob showing. It's just, yeah. I mean, send us, send us your opinions. Um, Bathing suits stink. Yeah. They're the worst. It's I don't know. Especially with my body type. It's so hard. <laughs> because Rachel got this adorable bathing suit and I wanted it so badly, but if I got it, it would not cover anything. Yeah. That's 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 a struggle. Yeah. So essentially pre- present yourself on social media as you are in real life. Yeah. And exactly. let exactly. photo. Yes. Perfect way to summarize it. I agree. Perfect. Yeah, this was a bit of a longer one this time, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it's just- I think it's like maybe around 40, 45 minutes. So it's not terrible. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on all of that stuff. Um, And remember to follow us on social media. It's the at Classy Chicks Pod. Um, We're loving our social media right now. So definitely check that out. Um, And then Wales. share our podcast, please. And then actually, if you're interested in helping us grow our podcast, I'm not really sure how we would do that. But if you're interested in like 
obviously like sharing it, telling people about it, or even like um, sponsoring it and things like that, that would definitely help us. We're looking, kind of looking for that. We need to talk about it a bit more, but just throwing that idea out there. Um, again, we just want to reach more people. Yep. For sure. I don't got anything else to say. I'm just uh, eating my goldfish over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Classy Chicks Pod. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on our social media at Classy Chicks Pod. And be sure to leave a rate and review. Stay classy, ladies. I'm Savannah Dudzik. I'm Hope Miller. And we'll see you next week. Bye.